this might get made into a movie at this point. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm going to have to straight up pitch this with you guys. <laughs> hey, that's fine. We will ride whatever coattails we need. <laughs> If this is what opens the the doorway to the double issue cinematic universe. Hello and welcome to Double Issue. It's a podcast where we tell stories and world build in a superhero universe. And this week it's a world build episode and we're going to create some superheroes or something. With me this week is me, Quentin, my co-host, Daniel. Hey, it's me. And our guest. Woo! Yay. Do you want to introduce a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Marcel Perez. Um, I'm in Los Angeles. I am like an independent producer. I'm also the host of a podcast called Giving Credits, and yeah. It's pretty good. You guys should check it out. Thank you. <laughs> I like it because movies are so much like a part of everyone's lives, but it, I don't know. Like I know enough about behind-the-scenes stuff because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but you don't know all the roles, and that's what that podcast is trying to do is give you insight into the different small and big roles that you might not know behind the scenes. Yeah, that's a very beautiful way to put it. I like that. Yeah, we try to because I mean, I didn't know what a gaffer was until I still feel like I need to know just a little bit more and just to like get my whole hands around it. But but yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So if you have any random superhero ideas, we can go with that. But we also thought about leaning into your Hollywood connections and making (laughs) Someone that's a movie star or in the industry or something like that. Does any of that interest you? Or Yeah, that sounds cool. I like that. Okay. Yeah, because we could make a hero or a villain or a, a team even. I feel like a team, when I look at, when I'm thinking about like reality show and like a team, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like the bachelors, the bachelorettes or something. <laughs> I made reference once in one of the stories. I can't remember which one about a reality show that was basically following a superhero team and they were the sensational six and each power had to do with one of the senses the sixth sense being esp (laughs) i like that do we want to dive into that we already got one hero for that or one yeah one person for that we already have his touch okay and that's cup hands and everything he touches breaks that sounds like there'd be a lot of drama with it. I like that. Yeah. And also like possibly going into the idea that all of their interactions with supervillains and stuff aren't exactly the most uh, candid. Sometimes they're a little bit scripted. Right. There's just like a producer who is like their 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 manager as well. Yeah. Do you want to tackle some of the heroes first or go at it from a different angle? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I like that idea where it's like someone who can hear things and they just, I don't know, they're like probably the people who they like set up everything for the team. It's like, no, I I know what's going down. We got to go down this way or something. Also, we're terrible at naming people. So if you ever (laughs) have any ideas for names, just shout them out. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of like cup hands is really good for touch. I'm trying to think of like uh for like smell. Maybe it's like the nostril or something. <laughs> the nostril's pretty good. Oh, uh, the old Kleenex commercial where it's just a giant nose. Right. Yeah. I like the idea that the villain is like their producer, but they just don't know it yet. Ratings man. <laughs> so uh, did we say something about nostril? Yeah, the nostril first. Yeah, I think I think that works. Oh, what if they have like a big nose and they've got kind of like wind powers? Oh, That's like the, sneezing? Yeah, like big gusts of wind that can blow out through their nose. I don't... <laughs> that sounds, yeah, like they, <laughs> I'm just thinking how like they would have gotten their powers. Like they just didn't know at first and then just one bad sneeze <laughs> and they've been trying to like fix themselves or like not fix themselves but maybe like make up for like a bad uh accident that happened after like their first sneeze oh tragic backstory yeah so do you think it's a sneezing only or it's a it's basically an extra powerful nose sneeze is the most like devastating yeah they can be i think that makes sense because you could like blow through your nose and not necessarily sneeze yeah so do you think they obviously they gotta have like some like pepper nearby always in case they need to trigger it right and then that would be like a real interesting uh like fight as well like the villain gets to get like they grab the pepper first and then now they're in control (laughs) yeah if this is what opens the the doorway to the double issue cinematic universe so on the taste side have you guys ever read the the comic chew no i think i read one issue but that's what i was thinking whenever we said taste like i don't want to do that but that's such a good idea i just have to say <laughs> it's a uh, the this guy can take a bite out of anything and like see into its past that's really good and so as a detective it leads to him like chomping on a bit of a dead body to see how the person died <laughs> wow yeah that's good I gotta check that out. See, I was trying to think of what about like just tongue-based powers. He's like a lick a tongue over here, right? Yeah, there's a lot you could do with it, or like they could eat anything. Oh, that's kind of like gluttony. It sounds like there's a lot of taste-based things already in like comics and stuff. Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like hearing would be um their like tech person. Because you want your eyes and ears on something, right? Like, to know what's going on in the world if you're a superhero team. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. They can be the twins. Maybe C is, like, an internet person or something. Yeah. I was going to say, we've got a Cyberwolf, which is our kind of go-to tech hero so mm. far. But this maybe could be more social media-based as oh, a yeah. superhero. Hmm. We could, like, make them into Watchdog-style hackermen. Yeah. That can, like, kind of hack into different visual devices. Just just imagine them being able to... What if it's less hacker-based, but it is still technology-based, but they can actually... It's not a hacking thing. It is a, a weird mind power of they can see through any camera. Like biotech? There you go. I like that. And that would be really powerful with cell phones. <laughs> right. They could just map the whole world, basically. Yeah. I wonder if it's a little bit distance-based. Weaker picture for further away. Oh, yeah. Or they're always, like, looking into pockets for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. It would kind of remap your brain, I think, being able to see kind of all over the place in a a radius. Right. There was a discussion about that on... Oh, shoot, I just had it. There's a movie about dreaming. But they talk about, in one of the scenes, they're talking about, yeah, I've been working on seeing in every direction at the same time. 
in my dreams. Oh my god. And the main character's like, oh, is that weird? Nah, you get used to it. <laughs> I guess you would get used to something if that's just the way you are now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Waking Life. Yeah. I love uh, that movie. What if taste can uh figure out someone's emotion and like true like uh what's it called when you I know they do it in Dungeons and Dragons, like an insight check? Yeah. Like a like Detect Evil. Yeah, or like, like kind of like a licking lasso of truth. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> like this person's good. I lick them. They're legit. <laughs> That's really They're good. They're legit. I wonder would it uh go further to like inanimate things too? Like I can lick this uh this car and see what its defects are. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I could see that. Or maybe it's not a direct like analysis of what's wrong with the car, but like they can taste the truth of this car. The owner was a real jerk. But I'm also fine with it just being person based so that they can get kind of like an emotional connection and truthiness vibe. And I did have a thought for the, the hearing person is what if they just have detachable ears? Ooh, They're a bit of the lame one, but... <laughs> but they can kind of like bug someone by sticking their ear in their pocket. Yeah. That's almost a He-Man-esque villain there. <laughs> How do they get their ears back? Do they also have just other ears they can put on? <laughs> it's like oh, a Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. Mr. Ears Head. I wonder, like, they open up like a, a trench coat and they just got like rows and rows of ears. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the ear cave and he's got a, you know, a wall of different kinds of ears. He was a cosplayer back in his day. <laughs> These are my pointy elf ears. Right. <laughs> but he's an ear, like an ear connoisseur. So he knows the difference between a pointy elf ears and a pointy, what is it? Uh, why am I thinking of it? Like a kobold or something? Spock? What, what it, Spock ears? A Vulcan? Vulcan. They're both pointy, but he knows the differences. And what if like their name, I really like Mr. Earhead but I don't think they would like it. <laughs> but it's just the name that the public gives them that they're like, oh my God, guys, please, like a cooler name. And he said his like catchphrases, I'm all ears. <laughs> I think taste and maybe because of what I had for breakfast, but I think lick it catchphrase would be the taste you can see. <laughs> the taste you can see. So, so I guess maybe then if that's their catchphrase, then they they lick something and then the information doesn't get like psychically it's like visions yeah like they hallucinate it almost yeah so they like see all of this information visually and they have to kind of interpret it some sometimes yeah now can they still use their tongue offensively like a frog i just like those gross characters that do that yeah like toad that makes sense to me now that i'm thinking about the only so far, the only really offensive ones are cup hands and uh, nostril. Yeah. But you do need a lot of support in a team. Yeah. I mean, they're mostly for entertainment values. Right. So it might make sense that most of them are weaker as far as offensively. Yeah. Because it, it would be better for the show if more of it was like, or it'd be cheaper for the show if more of it was mystery solving over action scenes. Right. On being a reality show, I thought a lot of it would be like, we're going to the party. <laughs> I hope Cup Hands doesn't break the keg again. Well, I think there's two layers of it. Yeah. There's like the social dynamics, but every week they're solving a case. Yeah, like oh, it's okay. it's like a very format-based show. You know there's got to be sometimes it's scripted because everyone gets a chance in the episode to showcase their power. 
Yeah. There's always one moment where their power is like what they need. I'm really interested in the the gender dynamics of these characters, like because you know someone's gonna hook up with someone. Oh yeah. And I wonder like who is Nostril hooking up with? Well, Cuphands is established a dude, I think. Yeah, but all the others are up for decision. Right. I kind of like the idea that Nostril is maybe a tiny lady. Yeah. Because it always seems like that's always funny whenever you find a, a small lady who has a really ginormous sneeze. Yeah. I think you could do so much with Nostril. I feel like she, she'd have, like, she gets the flu. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, We haven't touched on the, the mind person yet. Yeah. I don't think we need, like, mind reading. I think that would take away from Lick It. Yeah. Maybe she's just... I say she, but it could be whatever. But maybe they're uh, the mastermind. They're just like really, really smart, like the mastermind. Mm. I think that'd be cool because maybe they find this intellect that they have. And usually that person would become a villain. But they're just trying really hard to go against that and be a good person. So are they more like behind the scenes uh, coordinating everyone or? Yeah, I don't know. That would make sense to me. Like someone that's maybe calling the shots and helping them stay organized in like a battle or something mm-hmm. maybe their power is they can see the future but it's only ever like an hour or so into the future or maybe it's unreliable yeah because yeah, you do have like uh like unreliable narrator as a thing in shows and movies sometimes yeah there could be a whole episode about them trying to throw a surprise birthday party oh, for him yeah i like that that would be a lot of drama <laughs> and they don't like their birthday so they're just constantly trying to put a stop to it <laughs> i think that'd be good i mean that's a pretty cool name also future sight oh, future sight that is pretty good for hearing what about ear lux oh yeah Ew. is that a thing <laughs> i don't know if it's a thing but i like it all right we just need a name for for seeing what if it's like a social think of... media-based name at the eye <laughs> <laughs> at all seeing <laughs> yeah i like that and that person would have to be a pretty cool person right because they got to have like a large following on like twitter and stuff oh yeah so they got to be like the cool person I mean, in that group i would say every fight they end up with something like hashtag the eye <laughs> check out my youtube video for all my behind the scenes takedowns yeah so if you've got at least a skeleton of the group yeah i would watch this show we have names for everybody this time around. Yeah. We mentioned some of the like surrounding people. Do we want to get a few more of those like producer and stuff yeah. like that? I mean, there needs to be like a cinematographer and like that could be like a one person show if you wanted it to be like the sound and camera person. Mm-hmm. But they would obviously be involved in like some of the hijinks. Hmm. Like a character that's that's not on the screen basically right like the person who's like setting up the talking heads and all that it's that off camera character that you know jim's always making eyes at right exactly office. yeah <laughs> and they probably don't have powers i see so the situation for this group do they have a i'm guessing they have like a beach house or something where they all live collectively right yeah but i think maybe it it's like the typical reality show type house but also it's it is like a a crime base. Yeah. Like they can go underneath and have their like crime lab stuff and So then I was wondering if there's maybe a 
butler character or otherwise like a caretaker mm. Mm. Yeah. and alfred it would be a pa <laughs> they're a minor superhero as well called the gopher that they're always trying to uh, pitch their hero career to other members of the house right <laughs> it's like oh it's got to be like a writing character who's always trying to pitch like their script or something. Anytime he comes up in an episode, they just try to be really unobvious about what their position is on the show. Yeah. Oh, it's Gary, our good friend and helper. Yeah. <laughs> Not a writer. What are you talking about? This is unscripted. <laughs> I like that. It's like pretty meta. Yeah. You think on the show they've got those confessional style boots? Totally. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Talking heads. A fight scene is going on, and then it just cuts between them all dishing on what everyone else should have been doing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I can't believe Lickit did that. (laughs) I think in every one of those, earlucks should just be super beaten up. It's like, I don't have any offensive powers. (laughs) Just like mad at everyone else each time. And I think like, I'm pretty sure uh, a plot would be that a villain gets a hold of the camera person. Probably take hostage the camera mm. person at some point. Mm. Ah, that's really good. Uh, so all the action's going on, but they're just like out in a room. Right. Out of the way. But the camera's still rolling. That's pretty good. That would be a fun episode. That's one of the, the less scripted ones. <laughs> right because i don't think they want to have not all of the action on the camera (laughs) yeah it's their live episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of like what other villains there would be like there's going to be some that are like scripted villains and those would probably be more thematically appropriate what about that one of the unscripted villains is a team of youtube villains yes and they're just trying to prank the show (laughs) <laughs> but because they're super villains, like their pranks are all terrible and like destroy parts of the city. A super yeah, like... villain prank show. <laughs> and it's like similar but legally distinct Paul Logan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it may not even be like straight up super villain, just super powered jerk. Well, and they're like, okay, bros, we've uh, set this car to explode the second the six senses come out of brunch. This is going to be great. <laughs> going to get so many views, bro. <laughs> Like, that's not a prank. That's just awful. <laughs> yeah. Do it for the vine. <laughs> I would need to... I would need to play one of those roles. <laughs> oh, and then there's got to be, like, advertisers or something. What do you mean? When they do, like, a plug or something for, like, a an energy drink. I don't know. Just... I don't know if that'd be a villain or just an auxiliary character now that I'm thinking about it. But they're... Yeah. I like that idea uh, that... That they would put, like, brand endorsement, but I don't know if they'd do it on the villains. Right. I don't think the brands would like that. What if an energy drink began making people into monsters, and it's one of the ones they promote on the show? Yeah, that's a good episode. <laughs> and their producer's like, no, you guys, we need these endorsements. No, uh, this was after, <laughs> so one of the people said something terrible on the show. And so the the energy drink dropped them as a sponsor. And then soon after, they had the episode where they fought this villain oh. that was created from energy drinks. <laughs> it's like a dish on the company afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, they're just, we can't say it was the, the, the brand energy drink that turned this person into a monster. 
But we do know that they drank it and they did turn into a monster. Right. Why did my hair start back up? Turn off, turn off. I think it got confused. Hacker getting into your Google Nest. Yeah. It's the at the eye. Oh, there's a, a story idea. Their smart home beach house goes on the fritz. Oh, of like yeah. a tech hero or tech villain attacking them. Oh, that's pretty good. It's like the nemesis for at the eye. Oh, I got a good name for him. The disruptor. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> tech disrupt. Yeah. Oh, we talked briefly about like inner team relationships. And I don't know who, but I feel like cup hands has to be in a relationship with someone because that dynamic always works well of I can't touch you, but we want to touch. Right. Can people touch cup hands? Just not his hands. Yeah. Just not his, so they can touch and then what about lick get and cup hands? That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Weird dynamic. What if lick it is sort of a um is it it's not Miley is it Miley Cyrus that does the tongue thing? Yeah. Or is it somebody else? Yeah, it's Miley Cyrus. But more the concept of they're kind of a like pop idol they're like i whip my tongue back and forth <laughs> what you, do you have tongue whip on here oh and i was combining yeah. i whip my tongue back and forth i whip my tongue back and forth oh. <laughs> gotcha yeah that's one of their hit singles no <laughs> i mean it does make sense with the the tongue being their thing and them being like a singer yeah i think earlux needs to be involved in something like a a love triangle like a love triangle where earlux like puts their ears somewhere to like listen in oh yeah i feel oh i feel like he's probably just stashing ears everywhere <laughs> like do you think he's limited to two or i think he's got to have a limit just because that would make him go crazy wouldn't it maybe what if it's like a tech thing and so he's got on his phone the different ears he can activate Mm. So it's two at a time, but yeah, he's got a bunch he can go through. And then that's a good episode with the disruptor because then the disruptor is just going to turn on all those ears at the same time. Oh yeah, that's oh. pretty good. I don't know how it works, but I do want a villain to put them in a place that the the villain calls the sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know more than that, but. Somewhere where their powers don't work. It's their, um, oh, what do you call it when all the characters are locked in a single room for an episode to save money? A bottle episode. Oh, that makes that Teen Titans episode make so much more sense. They get trapped in an actual bottle. Uh, yeah. But wouldn't uh, Cup Hands really like being in a sensory deprivation chamber if that like dampens his powers? If it's a really small room, maybe he's just really afraid of touching someone. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. So the whole episode, he just has his hands like up in the air. <laughs> yeah if it's real small that's that's bad for him but he should just be able to touch the walls and get out unless that's part of the yeah maybe the walls are like resistant to the powers or something he's like the walls are resistant but i can just touch the lock and i can break it and then he does and then they're like stuck for good <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be in a sound stage oh that'd be interesting if they made if a villain made a sound stage like replica of their house <laughs> oh man that's real good and then they're just like this is weird like this isn't where i put this last night yeah so like kind of like a uh mysterio type villain of just things aren't what they seem uh to go back briefly 
the I think maybe earlocks in the sensory deprivation chamber. The ears, yeah. like he's separated from the device that lets him choose the ears, and he just can't hear anything in that room. Like he <laughs> he was locked onto ears outside. So the whole episode, he's just like yelling. What? Yeah. <laughs> to jump back to the soundstage idea, I think it'd be amazing if they say something and there's a laugh track, and they all like take a step back. They're like, where'd that even come from? <laughs> yeah, who's there? That would be really good. Oh, what what if that's like a fired producer coming back? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I was gonna say it's an associate producer. <laughs> it's like I know what this show needs. Like they wouldn't they wouldn't listen to my ideas, and so now I'm gonna prove that my idea was better. Yeah, and also kill these guys because <laughs> I'm a villain. <laughs> He's like, this is the series finale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at some point their ratings should be dropping yeah and so they have an episode that's just a like sweeps week episode where they're trying to cram as much fan service into one episode and so the villain is ratings it's the Niels. it's nielsen <laughs> yeah but maybe part of their problem is they weren't looking at their online ratings right which is very common there's got to be like that season before it it gets canceled they like move to new york <laughs> to spice everything up what network would this be on? I don't even know. It's got to be like a cable network, right? Yeah, I think because you could do a lot of jokes kind of like 30 Rock does with like NBC. I could almost see it being maybe a MTV or TMZ yeah. where like it's a lot more um, sensational, if you will. Or it would be like uh, like instead of BET, it's just H-E-R-O, <laughs> the hero network. Or H-R-O does sound good too because that's like HBO. What if one of the villain groups is a team of evil supervillains that are all parents, and they think this show sets a bad example for their kids. Yes, totally yes. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to have some acronym, kind of like the the Mothers Against Drunk Driving type. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to interrupt these guys for a minute to say a few things. One, this isn't a story episode like you might have thought it was going to be. I'm in the middle of trying to get moved to a new place, and these ones are easier to do, so we, we switch things around. Next week should be our Tabula Rasa stories. If not, I apologize in advance, but don't be surprised if it isn't. Two, I interrupted them at this exact moment because, because the conversation that ensues about making an acronym and out of a word, it, it it's not very entertaining. And part of it relies on everyone typing in the same Google Docs document. And then also we didn't exactly narrate all those. But the point of the conversation got to is there's a section where Daniel thought it would be funny if the acronym didn't actually match the letters in the acronym. And that's the main takeaway out of all of that. But that was... That was spread out across many minutes, and it it felt more expedient to to put an ad break here so you guys didn't have to hear that. And three, ad break. That's my brother, Mason, the winner, Williams. And that's my brother, Luke Isosceles Triangle Williams. We're both brothers. And inventors. And geniuses. 
Every Thursday, <laughs> wow, that's generous. Every Thursday, we invent something brand new before your ears. So check out Hey, I've Got an Idea Show wherever you get your podcasts or at HIGAIShow.com. Hooray! We did it. Advertisement done. Mort, mothers opposed to unrealistic super teams. Yes. Okay. Well, if you did parents, it'd be port. Mm. Oh, there you go. They operate uh, like off of like a pier. <laughs> Poor. Okay. We never really set the location. Are we thinking east or west coast? I mean, I just I defaulted like Jersey, but it could be anywhere, right? Like it doesn't really matter because you have like real world anywhere, basically. Yeah, basically. I was thinking west coast when you said beach house, but yeah, and I'm thinking like. If you had it in L.A., like in Hollywood, that would be a lot of funny episodes you could have, like running into fans and stuff, Mm -hmm. trying to get like a star on like the Sunset Strip or the Hollywood Strip, rather. Yeah, I think that works pretty well. Could be some episodes where maybe Nostril's up for a part on a big movie and everyone's mad at her. Yeah, she's like, sorry, guys, my agents, they're just they got this really good gig opportunity. (laughs) And they're trying to sabotage it. <laughs> yeah. Like if she makes it big. <laughs> that week's episode has an unscripted villain that's trying to attack the team, but he's always in the background failing, kind of Mr. Magoo style. Yeah. They're all unaware of him. Because they're focused on trying to sabotage their own teammate. <laughs> okay. We kind of don't know a whole lot about earlocks, and we kind of don't know a whole lot about future sight. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing earlocks as just like a very sad person. <laughs> they always seem to be at the bottom of the the team's abilities. I see. And you said them, them always as... being beat up. Like that feels yeah. like it would just compound into a like a. Uh... I think the producers brought earlocks on because they needed an ear or hearing based hero, and most hearing based heroes are like, you know, like werewolf characters who already have other powers and it's not hearing only yeah right so they brought earlux on just because they're the only hearing based hero they could find what if it was a a bionic man type situation like he got in an accident and they were like we can give you ears but (laughs) they gotta be bionic ears and you gotta be on our show so he's like locked into a contract (laughs) otherwise he owes a ton of money for these instead of state of the art ears i think you can make a more offensive base too if he had ears that blew up (laughs) ear batterings yeah exactly but he can hear it every time it happens and it's always unpleasant (laughs) yeah because between at the eye and future sight earlux is kind of like not that useful Mm -hmm. well i think he's got the range so he could kind of use his ear as like a tracking device if someone's getting away oh it's straight up uh tracking device (laughs) he could have other weird uses like his grappling hook ear yeah (laughs) so he's like just really gross kind of whatever they need for the episode they give him a new ear and he's always got a new new gadget ear so he uses his grappling hook ear because the producers are making him use it and people are trying to like climb onto him and then have (laughs) him wheel up the side of the building and it's just going awful and then somebody's like, oh, the door's just open. We can just go in. <laughs> and he's just stuck out there hanging from his ear. Now I'm thinking about, like, merchandise. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it'd be a cool episode if, like, they each get, like, their action figures of themselves. And Earlux is just 
disappointed. <laughs> the hmm. ears don't stay attached. Right, exactly. Like it's just like not well made. It comes with like a hundred tiny action figure ears that you lose like ninety <laughs> yeah. percent of them immediately. And it's gotta be the kind of thing that like you step on it and it feels terrible. Half of them are sh- weirdly sharp. People keep stepping on them the whole time. They accidentally write on his on his uh, action figure like box like Mister Earhead. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I feel like we have a pretty good balance of girls to guys on the team. So maybe Future Sight could be a guy. Yeah. What if they're non-binary? Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. How did they get their powers? Oh, uh, they fell into a vat of clocks. <laughs> <laughs> got bitten by a radioactive clock <laughs> it's such a weird power to see one hour into the future well and that's like as far as superhero powers go that seems even like the most realistic yeah as far as like yeah i don't know a guy flying unassisted is weird and it's hard to make that work but having like slight future sight seems plausible what if it's what if it's not really future sight as much as it's like alternate possibilities kind of thing hmm. like they were like a quantum professor like quantum like engineer or something like that there was a show i watched as a kid that was like that early cg animation stuff oh was it max steel i think that's it i tried to look it up as action max <laughs> he didn't have time powers he had math powers max steel show you do the calculations for how something would work. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if this is the right one, but he would see like a path of different things. Like if I do this and this and this, oh, this is how it would work out. Yeah, I'm just trying to think because just because they see the future, like there's no way, even if it's an hour in the future, there's no way it's concrete. Like it would change depending on what people do. Otherwise, like there's no free will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely need some some complication on it. Right. Yeah, and we do have a character who has, like, time powers that are sort of similar. Like, he can travel through different possibilities in, like, a 30-minute time window. Mm. So it's trying to just differentiate it from that. What if Future Sight can only live an hour in the future perpetually? Else mm. they're always seeing, like, yeah, like they've got an hour like, ahead. Their their physical presence is lagging an hour to like what they're seeing and uh, knowing. Hearing maybe, yeah, that's so. It's got to be like a knowing thing. Yeah, it's real strange. But I think it'd be funny. Like they say something, and then everyone's like, "What?" And then later on, it makes perfect sense. But they're still an hour ahead. Yeah. So I wonder how they would actually like use their power. Then I mean, I think in a fight. It would be helpful because you could be like, okay, they're going to try to punch me this way in the next few seconds. And that's pretty easy to, to determine. But if they're always stuck in the future. Yeah, they would have to always be saying what happened an hour ago in helpful situations. Yeah, this one's... They could be kind of the gothy, gothy friend. And during regular conversations, they're like, yeah, you won't think about that in an hour. Yeah. This one's so tough. Yeah. I mean, we could do it simple, like they can see an hour into the future sometimes, but they don't know if they just know that's a possibility. Yeah. Like, I wonder, this is weird. (laughs) It's like 
bending my mind to try to think of how it would work. What if? What if they got like one eye that can see into the future? <laughs> I was gonna say, what if it's a straight like overview? The future is superimposed over their site now. They like, oh, that'd be kind of cool because then they would like they would walk kind of weird sometimes, like they would trip or something. Yeah. But I do, I do wonder about that thing. Whenever they see something and it changes it, what happens to their vision or whatever? They is it like immediately get a headache? Yeah. Is it like immediately they absorb the knowledge of the past hour based on that change? Hmm. That person would not get very much sleep. Because I wonder then if they would, they would usually try not to change the future if it is very disorienting and everything. Yeah, like they don't tell people everything that's going on because it just it's like makes them real queasy every time something changes. Yeah. And so they only actually choose to act in vital moments. Right. Well, and they're only seeing what's going on. They don't know everything about it. That's true. Too. Just trying to think. Like they can see a scene, but they don't know if it's good or bad. They just know in context something's going on. Yeah. What if we just make him into Max Steel? <laughs> it's just they can do math really good i mean that works <laughs> one thing i was thinking is with this character it doesn't necessarily need to be part of the team right away like it could be like the kind of like the power rangers the green ranger was bad at first yeah but for this character it's like accidental like they don't mean to be evil they just happen to be doing things because of their power and they're not able to deal with it very well hmm. the first episode is just called like the F- sensational five yeah and that's their first episode is uh, Future Sight being their villain. After they defeated him, he shows up at the apartment, or they show up at the apartment later. I'm like, what are you doing here? I foresaw that you would just let me stick around if I came up. I got signed on. <laughs> <laughs> so so what if they, they, they do the, the site is always overlaid, but it is one eye so that they can have like an eye patch. Oh, okay. And they can kind of switch the like close the eye and lift up the eye patch to see i yeah, mean like the eye that sees in the future should be kind of staticky mm-hmm. or look weird yeah like mad eye moody ish yeah and maybe that's what they do to keep from like like there is a bunch of like headaches and queasiness whenever they change things so they try to ignore it most of the time yeah no daniel <laughs> <laughs> i'll remove goth from the possibilities <laughs> So we've got, like, one relationship in the team. I was thinking maybe, like, the I could be the person that just sleeps with the whole team, basically. Like, they're they're into just whatever. And so yeah, that, that, that also just causes a bunch of chaos. Like, they're just into whoever they're into at the moment. Yeah, they're like a serial polygamist. Yeah, and it doesn't bother them. But it, it definitely screws right. with the relations of everyone else on the team. Right, like they're not really good at being like, "Hey, like this is what I'm about." Yeah, they, 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 they aren't into privacy as much because to them nothing is private, really. Right. But it's kind of also one way, and they don't realize that. So what if Earlux then, during their bionic surgery, got the like perfect beach body, so they look really beautiful, but they are still the person they were before the bionic surgery. So they get all this attention that they're not used to. Yeah. And that helps give them something like non-hero-y that they do. That they deal with. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder who Nostril would be into. Because I feel like she could be into anyone. Yeah. Maybe she's the one that uh, we kind of portrayed her as maybe an actress. Maybe she 
she kind of dates famous people and doesn't deal with the yeah. inter interteam relationships. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna deal with that. You guys are D listers. <laughs> she's super private about her relationships, but every now and again in an episode, somebody like a an A list star will show up to take him out. Yeah. So it's like their guest spot for that episode is Yeah. Oh, my new boyfriend, Brad Pitt's showing up later. Just let him know when I'm here whenever he gets here. And everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I'm just a, a writer on a different show who just shares the name Brad Pitt. I'm not actually the, the actor. But I am part of the WGA. <laughs> <laughs> I spell my name different. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Bad Pitt. <laughs> Bad Pitt. Does anyone have any, like, we like to do comic book covers? Any moments we've done so far that seem like they might be a good comic book cover moment? Or just any image that comes to you? And sometimes we can get a little bit of story out of that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think an action shot would be kind of cool. Or maybe, like, half action shot, half, like, reality show. Like, a common thing that happens on a reality show. Yeah. There's obviously a a room for like a tabloid type cover. Yeah, like it's like an e weekly thing. Yeah, like the one of the one of the heroes putting their like hand up to the camera type deal. Yeah, don't take a picture of me with some salacious headline. Um, I think all of them being crowded close together for that sensory deprivation chamber moment. Yeah, could be like an interesting. Yeah, like cup hands with his hands in the air. Yeah, like, uh. <laughs> I mean, you could have so many comic book covers from the episodes, like uh, Nostril having a flu. Mm. She's just holding like a giant handkerchief. <laughs> oh, this is kind of unrelated, but I, I bet uh, Nostril's a, a clean freak. Yeah. Mm. Just like... I, I see that. We shouldn't have any dust in the air. Like, make sure everyone's, you know, like... Got the unscented cleaners. She's in charge of the chores. She's giving everybody what chores to do. (laughs) Because I think also with that, she has a good sense of smell. So like any, like you guys didn't take out the trash. I can smell it from my room. She's like, I know you missed a spot. Yeah. She's like, lick it. You got to take out the trash. And so lick it uses her tongue to grab the trash bag and just toss it off the balcony. But she's also like, oh, that was gross. Yeah. I think I think everyone is like, oh, that's gross with lick it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's her quote rock star personality. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's a there's a sense of like she doesn't have normal taste, so things that taste bad don't necessarily taste bad mm. to her. She can like maybe she can suppress it at will. Yeah, so it's it's not gross for her to use her tongue to like pick something up and from the floor and so she doesn't have to bend over you know she's the cook of the house though oh yeah her and earluck should have like a secret rivalry about who's the best cook yeah he's just awful at it but (laughs) they keep putting him up to it just imagine like uh cup hands doing chores and he's he just he's really good at taking out the garbage (laughs) he just just turns it into dust just Right. I I like a cover where he's trying to mop and the mop is broken and he's like, "Oh. <laughs> it's my turn this week." What about an Archie throwback cover where it's Lickit doing her rock star thing and everyone's having to fill in to be the band? Yeah. Okay. 
we're not gonna go into which members of the band each person would be we already did that on the monster episode <laughs> oh my god that's that would be good though okay let's go into it because <laughs> like at the eye is like their dj right sure Cup hands could be working the turntable with his elbows. Oh yeah, that's true. I was thinking Cup hands as the drummer, and he's just constantly getting new sticks <laughs> every time he's breaking them. Yeah, Lick it is a guitarist. Those hot licks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and there's like that part of the show she always puts the guitar on the stage and then like plays it with the tongue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this yeah. is how they got signed on for the show originally. It's because they were in a band. Yeah, I don't know if they could actually play in a band, but it is a good cover. <laughs> yeah, they try it out for an episode and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I think they would, like, the rest of the team would be terrible at all of their things. <laughs> right. Well, at the eye could be on the tambourine. <laughs> Future Sight is never on beat. <laughs> like, they play the piano and they're doing amazing. They're just, up, you know, seeing an hour ahead, so they're having trouble. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Earlux. Maybe the vocalist? Earlux is like secretly really good at one of the things, but they don't let him do the, do the thing. They're like, you gotta you gotta be our sound guy. <laughs> it's on the soundboard. Yeah. But he's just he's just like the best singer ever. Yeah. But he just doesn't have a mic. <laughs> they put him on the soundboard and he's like, oh, and they're like, just do it. But at the end, you hear him just like alone, just sad singing the most beautiful sounding song. Yeah. <laughs> and then they never reference it again. Or every time he starts singing, like in the shower, everyone's just, what is that sound? Like really just <laughs> overly mad about it for no reason. Maybe Nostril's the bass because she keeps the team on track. Mm, Nostril plays uh, <laughs> two trumpets. Oh, Ooh. with her nose. Why do you need two trumpets? <laughs> it's like one's a trumpet, one's a saxophone. <laughs> Oof, a reed instrument. Yeah. <laughs> On a nose, it's hard. Not for the nostril. It's true. <laughs> I feel like every time we come up with a team now, we have to determine their their band configuration. <laughs> do you get any more covers? I thought about one that's a promotional thing where they're trying to push Earlux. And it's him swinging in on his ear grappling hook. <laughs> but it's super unrealistic. Yeah. It just hurts him a lot as he's like trying to swing. Oh, yeah. It's like wincing as he comes in. Right. Hey, kids. <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be a cool comic cover. It's like it's like six panels of each of them in front of the camera for the talking head moment. Yeah, that works really well. I don't know if I can think of many covers just because of how we've been thinking about it as a show. Yeah, it's weird to try to flip it back to be yeah. a comic. What about one where everybody's in the house just like chatting and in the middle it's future sight like looking really worried and then out of their eyes the vision of the future where they're all in peril? Yeah, that'd be mm. cool. Yeah. You know there'd be an issue where they're they're babies like the baby version of them. <laughs> <laughs> Muppet babies. Yeah. I think we got a pretty good pretty good group here. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. Want to ramp this up, then? If you pitch this, just let us know. No, I will. <laughs> of course. Uh, do you want to plug your stuff once more? Well, yeah, you can listen to me on Giving Credits. Uh, we have a website or on iTunes, Google, all that good stuff. Usually every other Wednesday, I release an episode. And I'm on Twitter, between the Marcel and me, or at Giving Credits, whichever one. Yeah. Cool. You can follow me on Twitter as at Guare. 
And you can also find some of the games I've made on guerre.itch.io. And you can find me at Quentin Pongratz, but I don't tweet anything. <laughs> you tweet I'm just something. Kidding. I things. tweeted about Fear. my run today. Um, You can find art by Lisa Prather. The art is by Lisa Prather. You can find more of her stuff at lisapratherart.com and at Instagram, Lisa Prather Art. Our theme song is Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra. Our social media links, emails, Twitter, website, WordPress, it's all going to be in the description as long, below. As well as links to everything Marcel related. You can find all of his links. I'll find them all and post them in the in the description <laughs> for you guys. Because I hate when a show yeah. is like, go follow me on Twitter and I'm like at work and I'm just, I can't, I can't right now search <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> give me a link. Marcel, do you want to give us a story prompt for the next story we do? Hmm. Based off of this stuff or just like totally different? Anything? What about uh, everyone's turned into drinks? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. Really yeah. appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. It was. It was a really good one. Oh, I'm like ready to pitch this show now. <laughs> like, this is such a fun topic to go into. Yeah. And if you need any more ideas for shows, we'll we'll have you back on and make something else. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I think Seth McFarlane is already getting ready to put the demo out on TV this week, and Fox is already going to cancel it. <laughs> Hulu's going to save us. <laughs> Come on, Hulu. <laughs> Probably Crackle. <laughs> uh, VRV.co. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs>